Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It was a cinch to be a druggist in Grandpa's day. A jug of creosote, a bottle of wintergreen, a couple of mustard plasters, a jar of leeches, and you were in business. But now, oh brother, now a druggist must run a combination department store, hospital, book nook, candy kitchen, post office, and short order restaurant. But he still must handle a few leeches. And here's one of them with his wife in Kramer's Drug Store in West Virginia as we meet Fibber McGann Bowie. And after you fix that fountain pen, Kramer, as per the guarantee and trade me some razor blades for this tobacco that Doc Gandle will give me for Christmas that's stale, and give me one of them little wipers to wipe my glasses on, you can wrap a little adhesive tape around the neck of this bottle. It leaks. This cleaning fluid, you didn't buy that here, Mickey. I don't handle that brand. Oh, he bought that at the drugstore down the street, Mr. Kramer. They're having a one-cent sale. A dollar bottle or two for one ninety-nine. Yeah. You going to fix it or not? The business I give you, you think I might get a little service around here. Yes, and the service I give you, you think I'd get a little business around here. All right, I'll fix it for you. I'll be back in a minute. Thank you, Mr. Kramer. You know, dearie, you do impose on Mr. Kramer a little. Uh, For every 15-cent purchase, you demand $12 worth of service. Well, that's the drug business, kiddo. I always... Oh, McGee, here's Dr. Gamble. Hello, doctor. Hello, my dear. Hello there, melon head. Hi, witch doctor. Medicine man come this TPS, drug man grind up sassafras leaf, maybe cure hiccups. Oh, crawl back into your hole, squirrel face. I'm in here on business, which is probably more than you can say, having none of your own, which is why you're always meddling in other people's. Translate one of your prescriptions for Mr. Kramer, eh, Doctor? Yeah. He says your handwriting looks like a drunken centipede that stepped in the ink and staggered across your prescription pad. Oh, McGee, I don't believe he ever said it. Kramer said he filled one of your prescriptions once without checking with you just and cured a woman of being left-handed. That's a very simple apparently called for three ounces of library paste, dissolved in peanut oil, mixed with paint remover, and put into capsules made out of 32 caliber revolver shells. Kramer said he gave some to his brother, too, who was also left-handed, too, and it had quite a different effect, too. He's still left-handed, but he walks around on his elbows and sings Lithuanian folk songs. Anyhow, Kramer thinks it's Lithuanian. Nobody can quite... All right, comedian, all right. Kramer's been reading my prescriptions for 20 years without the slightest difficulty, so if you... Hey, Doc! Yeah, Ed! Come on back here when you get a minute. I want to ask you about this prescription of yours. I can't make it out. Okay, Ed! Ah. <laughs> I, um, we, uh, uh, going bowling tonight, McGee? No, no, not tonight. Got a kind of little rheumatism today, Doc. Nothing serious, just a, just little twins in the small of my back. Really? Well, I have news for you, Bean Brain. You have? Yes. I have seen your back, and it has no small. <laughs> from top to bottom.
them, it is large, larger, and largest. Because why do you and the doctor have to bicker with each other every time you meet? Oh, well, my gosh, she's... You know, you sound like two strange cats in the culvert. Heavenly day. Pardon me, are you the pharmacist? No, sis, but I know my way around here pretty well. What can I do for you? Well, I'd like to buy this big Easter egg. We're having a party for my little brother, and well, this egg is big enough to slice up for all the children. How much is it? Well, the tag says three ninety-five, lady, but if I were you, I wouldn't let my children eat any of it. Oh, it won't hurt them, madam. Here's your three ninety-five, mister, and you needn't wrap it. Good day. Uh, good day, sis. Mm. She must prefer you nearsighted. But that football did look kind of like an Easter egg. <laughs> Sale is a sale. I better ring it up. Hey, look, what's the matter with this thing? The drawer don't come out. Not monkey with it, dearie. Tell Mr. Kramer about it. Yeah. Hey, Kramer, the cash register is stopped. Yeah, it's been doing that lately, McGee. Never mind it. No, I'll, I'll fix it for you, Ed. Where do you keep the tools? Under the counter, but... No, leave it alone. Leave it alone, McGee. You always get... What, when I can fix it in five minutes for a friend like Kramer? My gosh, all that's wrong with it is the drawer is stuck a little. Here. Yeah, but now, dearie, you... Stand like you don't handle what I need. Now, let me see. I think if I pry it open on this side here, I can... Why, sure, sure. Screwdriver. Screwdriver. Pliers. Pliers. Small piece of paper. Small piece of... What for? I'm tired of chewing this gum. <laughs> now, let me see. If I take this fist in... Put... There, that's... Mrs. Messis, she wants some hair curlers. Oh, she's going to give herself a wave in the head. 
yourself a home permanent, Dolly. You ought to get her one of those new kits. Oh, you don't need any new kits, Mrs. We got the house full of kits. Uh, <laughs> no, no, Molly, me and my kids don't make my hair curly. They make it scoot on in. <laughs> Goodbye, Mr. Goodbye. Excuse me, getting this cash register drawer loose. Once I get this thing out of here and tighten up the spring in the back, it ought to work. Hammer, please. Hammer. Fire. Fire. Oil can. Oil can. Now, while the oil's soaking in good all over the drawer, I'll take you over and buy you soda. Hey, Kramer. I'm right over here behind the newspaper, McGee. Oh, oh, I didn't see it. Look, I and Molly are going to have a soda. Watch the register, will you? What do you think I've been doing, reading this paper? <laughs> we'll be right back, Mr. Kramer, and then you can relax again. Yeah. Thanks, Mrs. McGee, but that's a matter of opinion. Well, come on, kid. Almost. Oh, hey, look at Wilcox over there. Who's he jabbering at? I can't tell, but I can guess what he's jabbering about. Yeah, me too. Well, come on, let's drop a few leaves. That guy's the most... Well, you see, sir, it's not only a brand new 1949 glow coat with almost twice the shine for your floors as before, but with this new offer, the customer gets one-third more glow coat without extra cost. (laughs) Naturally, sir, everybody knows that the new 1949 glow coat is the finest protection for linoleum floor coverings that money can buy. But remember... But during this special offer, the customer gets one-third more for her money. <laughs> My gosh, who does he have? Hey, Junior. Oh, hello, pal. Hi, Molly. Hello, Mr. Uh, excuse me while I finish with this gentleman here, kids. So, uh, tell your wife about Glowcoat's new offer, sir. She already knows. Yeah, but look, Junior. <laughs> she already knows how much time Glowcoat saves because it shines as it dries to a beautiful, lustrous finish without rubbing or buffing. But tell her about this new money saver. Offer, sir, because with, uh, oh, who are you talking to, Mr. Wilcox? <laughs> that man behind the counter there, the well-dressed chap in the double-breasted suit. Oh, cut it out, Waxy. That's the mirror behind the fountain. <laughs> You're talking to yourself. What? Well, gee whiz, kids, oh. can you imagine that? I thought that fellow looked familiar. <laughs> Chocolate. 
Give me just a chocolate marshmallow sundae, Milton. Well, couldn't you take a banana split too, ma'am? It seems like a shame to split a whole banana just for one order. Look, Milt, just put the whole banana on mine. That's okay. Then get rid of it. Well, a, a banana split is made with a split banana, Mr. McGee. Yeah. 35 cents. If I used a whole banana and didn't split it, it wouldn't be a banana split. I wouldn't know how much to charge on this. Oh, well, just give him the chocolate sundae, Milton. Okay. With vanilla ice cream. We always make chocolate sundaes with chocolate ice cream. That's why we call it chocolate, see? I want it with vanilla. I like vanilla. It's more healthier for It's full of... Uh... Full of uh, butter, fat. <laughs> yeah, huh? You, you, you wait right here. I'll ask Mr. Kramer about using a whole banana. It's the first time this problem ever came up. <laughs> He doesn't realize he's serving Sundays on Tuesday. That'll really throw him. Uh, that sort of jerk is really a... Hey, there's the trivia. Hi, Latrice. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Sit down and have a half a banana with us. We're going to have one left over. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Molly. Hello, McGee. But I don't want anything. Well, it was good to sit down for a few minutes. My feet hurt. Been walking along the trip, or did you bruise your heels popping them up on your desk? <laughs> no. No, I had an accident last night. Oh? My car broke down about three miles out of town, and I couldn't hitch a ride. Had to come home by way of Shanks Mayor. Oh, see, Mr. Mayor. Do we know him? Who is who? Mr. Shanks. The man who said you came home on his horse. Probably a farmer out that way. A lot of farmers out the country, Molly. Oh? No room for a farm in the city. No, no, wait, let's not do Lucky for you, the guy hadn't long with his mirror with him. You might have had to walk home. I did have to walk home. Huh? That's why I said... Why, I Mr. To... Mayor, you just finished telling us you rode home on a horse. No. No, Molly, I said nothing about a horse. I know he didn't, Molly. He said he rode home on a mare. <laughs> See, a horse and a mare are two different kinds of horses. There's two different kinds of ducks, a drake and a rooster. Right, the fridge? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 I, no, no. I was did you know this uh, Mr. Shanks before, Mr. Mayor? Or did he just come along and offer you his mare to ride? Neither one. I didn't ask anyone to lend me a horse. Mayor, you said. Mayor. Yeah. Nobody offered a mare to me to ride, huh? I didn't even talk to anybody. Why, my gosh, Luther, you mean you simply plumb on that mare and galloped off without asking me? Why, Mr. Mayor, that's rustling. Oh, no, no, I didn't say that. Oh, dear, our old mayor, a horse thief. <laughs> I didn't heal anybody's horse. Huh? Uh, Thanks, Mayor, is merely... Now, 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 Mr. Mayor, please. People are looking over this way. Yeah. 
Mm. Want the sheriff to hear you? Here. Here, Mr. Mayor. Have a glass of water. Thank you, sir. You want an aspirin, boy? Hey, no, get the mayor a bear. <laughs> never, never mind, thanks. I'll be all right. Well, here's your Sunday, folks. And I couldn't find the bananas, Mr. McGee. So I put an apple on yours. <laughs> My gosh, Richard, it's going to get you all excited. Let's forget it. Molly and I can keep our traps shut. Why, of course. Thank you. Certainly. And you do one thing for us, Mr. Mayor. Gladly. You go right home, and you call Mr. Shanks on the phone, and tell him you'll bring his horse around tonight. Yeah. Bring his what? Horse around, Mayor. George will tell Shanks. You don't have to sell tanks anything. Huh? I didn't sniff a man for you, Shanks. Don't be careful. Oh, indeed, David. Now that I'm at the sun, though, I won't have to eat it. Get out of your I think I got this cash register drawer working now, Molly. We'll have in a minute. Cotter pin? Cotter pin. Rubber cement? Rubber cement. Cigar butt? Too short. Throw it away. Gladly. <laughs> ah, here we are. Now, let's try it again. Gary, but I will say you've had an interesting effect. Now, that's because it's coming loose, kiddo. Give me another five minutes. Oh, now. look, McGee, Mr. Kramer is glowering at oh, us. I don't think he thinks you can really fix that cash. Well, right? then it'll be all the more surprise to him when I do. To me, too, frankly. <laughs> there seems to be something inside here that... Maybe if I took the Wait, key, McGee, here comes the old-timer. Huh? Hello there, Mr. Old-timer. Oh, hi, old-timer. Hello there, kids. Working in the drugstore now, eh, Johnny? Well, good for you. Always knew you had ambition in spite of what everybody said. Every boy your age. No, 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 no. I ain't working here. The cash register's broken, Mr. Oldtimer, and himself here's trying to fix it for Mr. Kramer. Yeah. Oh. Well, good luck with it, Johnny. Them cash register people have got a wonderful slogan. It's guided me all through my life. What's the slogan? Cash registers. Believe me, Johnny, it certainly does. <laughs> You'll get an argument out of anybody on that, Mr. Oldtimer. Was there something you wanted in here? Yeah, well, come see about my foot warmer, kids. Use it on my bed. A see? foot warmer. Well, that sounds like a good idea. What is it, an electric pad? Nope. Cocker spaniel, daughter. Cross my feet at night instead of wool socks. Like to sleep warm, kids. <laughs> I bet you sleep loud, too. <laughs> 
What kind of a bed have you got, old timer? A feather bed? No, brass, Johnny. <laughs> Had a bad experience with a feather bed one time when I was just a kid. Well, we'd like to hear about it sometime, but right yes, now. Yes, sir. You see, Mama stuffed us a feather mattress about four foot thick with goose down, and us kids had slept in it, see? Yeah. I want to tell you, we looked mighty cute sleeping there, all nine of us in a lump in the middle. <laughs> Enough extra mattress sticking up around us to smother a hippopotamus. Yeah, that's very fascinating. Well, sir, one night somebody's toenail ripped a hole in the ticking. I slipped through it into the feather. Woke up in the morning in the middle of that goose down. Thought I was caught in a blinding snowstorm and like to froze to death before I could march my way down to breakfast. Papa slapped my ears off for sneezing feathers into the maple syrup. I've been allergic ever since. <laughs> allergic to what? Feathers? No, to sleep a night in a bed. No, it's on,